three times and I got wrong the first two. How are you? Um, welcome into episode 236 of Caitlin's Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today I've got a um, wee cast on with holiday stuff. What's a crack? A review of the wonderful new magazine, Murit. A roundup of the fabric postcard. The letters and also the winter Christmas swap. Oh, and me, me, me section. So, get your cup of tea or your dram or your vaccine and I'll let you know what's cracked been in Kidness the past way, Riley. I can't remember last time I actually edited, um, did this. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how long this goes on for. Oh, up the hand. Lovely. Right, I'm going to stop that now. <laughs> well, listeners, how are you? Um, I think it has been about a month since I last recorded. I was going to, but my children one day got in the way and another day my husband got in the way and uh, another day my fridge got in the way because I cleaned the top of it and the top of all the cabinets and the cooker and it was cleaning the things I can't normally see so therefore they don't exist day. But other people who are taller than me can, and apparently it annoyed them. So, <laughs> yes, I know he could do it. He does kind of, he did other things. And yesterday he was cleaning out the back lobby. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not cleaning that. So I still have to clean the inside of my fridge. But uh, Richard said today, look, go record your podcast just now because otherwise the burns will come home and make a noise. And I looked and I went, you're the noisiest one, darling. And he went, hee hee hee, <laughs> and stuck out his, his lips for a kiss, because that's what we do in this house when we can't get away with anything else. It's just like, give us a kiss. <laughs> Try it, it works. So how are you? How are you on the bus? How are you on the train? How are you in the car? My car is still away, getting fixed. Apparently they've run out of batteries in the UK Hyundai car business. Yeah, so uh, I still have my courtesy car that I don't know if I've told you about, but I've had it since July and I really wish I had my electric car, what with uh, the petrol thing going on just now. Thankfully, up here in Kidness, it hasn't seemed to have kind of gone bad. We've still got a decent supply of petrol, but I really feel for those who are further south and are a bit worried about it. Just yet another thing that Brexit has mucked up and... Well, the government and their inability to manage. <laughs> Sorry, moving on. Right, let's start with something fun. Uh, division music. actually numbered this i've just got basic notes and a very well written out review but um let's start with holiday cast on okay 
Next week is the October holidays and for the first time since mm, forever. Um, isn't that a song from Frozen? For the first time in forever. Mm, almost. Or it might be the other one. I can't remember. Um, we are going to use our caravan. So we are heading off on the west coast to near Achiltebui. Um, I think it's Port Navoy. Oh, I can't remember because it wasn't me who booked it. I've heard that it's a lovely campsite and I know it's not all that very far away from Ripplescraft, who is at Clachtall, which is kind of nearish. And it's just, when I say nearish, it's a good 30 miles away on single track roads, but I'm used to single track roads and I don't get over that way very often. So I think I'm going to make a pilgrimage if Helen's open to see Helen at Ripplescraft in her actual shade instead of at a yarn show. So I'm quite excited about that. I'm quite excited about going away in the caravan. I'm not excited at all. Well, this is the other reason I didn't podcast was because I went in a couple of weeks ago to hoover it all out and make sure that there, it was okay and everything worked. <laughs> and boy, are we glad that we did because there was a leak and there was a big puddle on the table. And I opened the door and I went, oh, no, that's not good. So we worked out that one of the seals in the big skylight had perished. I know how boring is this episode, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So we spent a good week and a half um, repairing it. And thankfully, with the rain that we've just had, um, we've got a big shade I um, don't know if I've boarded with my big shed. It's one of these big agricultural barn sheds things that um, you can fit tractors in and stuff. We don't have a tractor, but we have a caravan and a boat and lots of other things worky. So remember, I live in a field and it doesn't look good, please. So it, it was put in there, so it was dry and then it has been outside and it's been proven that it is fixed. Um... A new skylight altogether costs over a thousand pound. So thankfully my husband is very handy and we got a replacement thing, brace, I don't know. I can see it, but I don't know exactly what it's called. A thing that goes around the skylight and it was 167 pound. <laughs> you had to be very gentle with it. And, um, and then we got lots of new sealant and silly things but we had to first of all find this find the leak take the skylight off strip all the adhesively silicony horrible nasty stuff off it clean it back down um and then work out how to and what i did was took a video of him taking it to bits and i am so thankful i did for when we went put it back together it was very helpful so i recommend that next time you're taking something to bits take uh, lots of photos and uh, even a video and just explain what you did and then weeks later or days later when you've forgotten how it goes back together ta-da! and you can be as grumpy as you want because only you are ever going to see it <laughs> you can sit there and go yeah so the aspect came off here and i am so fed up with sitting on the top of my caravan and yes <laughs> that's how i felt so um, I listened to 
books. I'll come on to them later. But <laughs> it took up a bit of time. So we got that all fixed and now we're going to spend this week getting the bits and pieces put back in because over the last almost two years since I used it last, um, in fact a bit more than that I think. I can't remember. I think it was Bellatron that we had it the last time. So um, we're, I'm going to put all the stuff that I've taken out of since then. I mean, it was... <laughs> I keep going, oh, I could really do with some of these metal tongs for the barbecue. I know I've got some of them in the caravan. So they no longer lived in the caravan. And <laughs> I have to remember to put all these bits and pieces that I've taken out back in. And... Um, I was making a um, a quilt for it, but I'm not going to have that finished. So I saw this really quite nice throw yesterday in Tesco's, reasonably cheap, the cheapy bit. And it's currently having a wash and it's going to go in. Anyway, this is completely off the subject. I don't know how, but because I'm quite excited about going on a little holiday, it's only three nights, but... It's still a little holiday. Um, I got me to thinking, oh, I'm going to do holiday knitting. I love holiday knitting. I love knitting and crocheting in the caravan. Can't take an awful lot of big things because, it's, you know, it's a little bit of a smaller space and it's something that I can pick up and put down quite quickly. But I'd forgotten about going away holiday knits because that's a bit obviously that you pack first and you always take too many because just in case <laughs> if you are I was going to say if you're a proper knitter that's what you do but that is really awful to say that um, new new knitters this is what you will do this is you always knit, pack, pack your knitting first and take much longer than that than you do about clean trousers and socks and stuff <laughs> So it then got me to thinking, yes there was a point to this, about all the holiday yarns and show yarns that I bought because a couple of weekends ago and it looked like an almost amazing event was Perth Yarn Fest and there were so many well kent faces on the pictures on Instagram and I was really, oh I wish I was there. Um, I, but I'm, I was really enjoying watching everybody that I knew and enjoying themselves and seeing each other and catching up and I kind of wish that I had gotten over myself for actually going but turns out then in the end I probably wouldn't have because we were just making sure that we didn't need to go for PCR tests so <laughs> anyway um, it was it was just like lovely. I was very jealous. I'm really glad that you enjoyed yourself. I'm glad that Eva had a good festival. I'm hoping that it's all worked out monetary for her and obviously all the vendors as well. Um and it got me to thinking oh there's just there was Yarndale as well. So there was like sort of two weekends in a row of me having FOMO, people enjoying themselves on Instagram. But it did kind of feel that old feeling that I've missed about seeing my friends and talking about yarn and stuff. And I think that is one of the reasons why I don't knit as much these days because I just don't see people who knit or talk to me about knitting. Um, just with one thing and another. So, 
And then I was thinking about all the yarns I've bought when I've been away on holiday or um, been to yarn shows. And to me, that is a holiday because <laughs> I think, well, even the retreats were kind of little holidays. It was the only thing that has ever been at my house. I always have to go, which is fine. But, um, so I thought, well, wouldn't that be nice to have a cast on of holiday yarn? And it could be a... Um, and then I was like, oh, I can't actually be bothered doing it proper uh, knit along type of thing. But if you, in the next little while, want to just tag me on Twitter or Instagram or even Facebook because I do get tagged on there. Um, of you casting on with a yarn you got on holiday. That would be cool. Or you're thinking, what am I going to cast on next? Think about your holiday yarns and think, oh, I know. Because... So I've actually got most of my stash. <laughs> I think it's from holiday yarns. So I just thought that might be really nice. And it would remind you of a holiday that you were away on and who you spoke to, what you bought it for in the first place. You don't have to knit the thing that you bought it for. You could maybe change your mind and what the purpose of it was in the first place because our tastes do change. But I just thought that might be quite nice. Right, division. I'm going to have to shorten my segments because that's 13 minutes of me talking about not much. Well, not that much crafty stuff anyway. Right, so uh, letter swap. I have really been enjoying sending in getting letters. Still calling out for somebody who's not from the United States or Britain. Um, would love to send you a letter. I have got, I went and bought myself somewhere away, foreign, not foreign. Sending abroad stamps, because they cost more than sending in the UK stamps. Um, so I have some, and I'm ready, willing, and able. Um, so let me know by pinging me a message somewhere if you want to send to me, or write to someone else, because you've already written to me. And if also you started with the letter swapping of lockdown letters, and maybe your person's never gotten back to you for one reason or the other, or you realise you are nothing in common, let me know and we can try and sort something out. Oh, I'm, I'm pressing the button for more division music, but I'm actually pressing none. Yeah, because that's going to... Mm, hold on, I have to have an effect for that. Uh, the... Stop. How does it stop? I don't know how to stop it. Uh, no. Well, that's a it stopped. Is it stopped? <laughs> I'm getting laughed at by my own podcast. It ain't sweet. Fantastic listeners. Hold on. Yeah, I didn't even notice anything happened there. Right, fabric postcard roundup. Um, thank you so much to those that sent me a fabric postcard. I made four. Um, one of them was actually to Suzanne. Um, she wasn't taking part in the fabric postcard, but I was sending her a little pincushion dog that I'd made ages ago, and I finally got to the post office to send it. And then she sent me a letter back, and it was really nice. And I had a puffin um, in the card. It was just lovely. So... But Suzanne, you have to use it. It's what it's for. I don't care if you think it's too good. It is. That's its job. If you don't stick that pincushion with pins, what's its purpose? It's going to sit in there going, Oh, I just want to be stuck in with pins. 
I want a picture of the pins in the pincushion dog. My pincushion dog loves it. <coughs> and Daisy's actually colour-coded all my pins, which is actually quite handy because some of the yellow-headed ones are blunt, so I bought some new white-headed ones and it's actually really handy. But then you have to kind of keep doing it. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So I um, received a lovely couple from Nora and Jeanette. And I think I'm still waiting on Sarah's coming. And um, I sent mine out and they were layered. They were all square and I got strips of fabric to make it look like a beach. And I got a bit of lace and some of them had bits of watercolour paper that I had inked on with a blue ink and gold ink years ago. I think this was before children never know what to do with. Sold that on and then I had tiny little postcards somehow. I don't know how. Mum was, oh, I had them. <laughs> we bought them at craft fair. So I went, I'm glad you can remember because I can't. So um, they all went on and then, no, I didn't overlay them with chiffon. I overlaid the, the, some of them to put the little postcard in. And then I overlocked round the edges onto card and then I used envelopes because I had embroidered and I didn't want it to get stuck in the post kind of thing. So and not a proper, proper, proper postcard, but it's a postcard and a letter postcard. So, but thank you for taking part and I really enjoyed that and it was really nice. And they were good. So Nora almost said, it's not very good, but they were good and they gave a desired effect to me. Thank you very much. Moving on to the next swap is the Christmas Winter Swap. And it's October the 4th today. So I think it's about time I organised it coming up. So I shall open up for if you want to send a Christmas or a winter decoration made by you or a very nice bought one and then a letter to go with it and a treat or two and well let's put it at three treats plus the postcard so and then you've got a wee note in it and it could be a Christmas card if you want or just a note and a put if you want to do worldwide or just your country only state what country you're from and I will go on to Ravelry to put the um sign-ups on there because I can dip in a little bit as long as it's not too much um, and also I'll open up a google form as well and put the no uh, that link in the show note uh, at some point <coughs> I'm not very good at show notes these days I'm getting worse and worse and worse however I will put my finger out for this and see if you sign up by the end of October and then it'll be posted by the, well November. So you've got quite a long time. I did remember in time this year, which I'm dead smug about. That would be really cool. What's a crack? Most of before <laughs> has been what's a crack. However, my main one this time was that I watched the Thoughtful Knitter video podcast by Ailey Rosie who is a fellow Keynesian and 
she's just the most oh she's lovely and I watching it and I was just thought I really miss you Ailey um, so I met Ailey uh, at my retreat a few years ago now and um, we've gotten to know her a bit more over the years and she just decided to start up her own podcast and I'm absolutely delighted for her when I saw it I was like whoa of course she should I don't know why we never thought about this before. I'm glad that she did think this up because she's the most delightful knitter. She's always got beautiful garments on and accessories on the go. And I've got a lot of time for her. So I watched it last Monday in between <laughs> cleaning everything. I think I was folding laundry. That's what I was doing because that's my one time that I watch video podcasts. And... I would utterly recommend it. And she's not shy. What's the white word? I don't think she believes in herself as much as we believe in her. Um, I haven't got enough good words to say about Ailey. I really don't. She's just absolute delight. And hope many, many good things come to her. Like it has come to me over the years from speaking to you wonderful listeners. So um, that's The Thoughtful Knitter. And she's on YouTube. Um... I think that's it for what's cracked just now. I'm trying not to clear my throat, but I'm a little bit aware that I'm a wee bit <coughs> chesty, so sorry. But how's about here's a second and I'll count to three and then we can all clear our throats so you're not really hearing mine. Right, one, two, three. <coughs> There we go. Thank you very much for indulging me. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to do me, me, me before I'm going to do my Murat review. Um, I have been gardening, harvesting and freezing um, my garden. We've picked pretty much everything, transplanted the winter vegetables over like my leeks. And we've planted spring greens and some spring lettuce no not spring uh winter greens and winter lettuce um i was quite impressed with all the different varieties of cabbages and stuff that you can get but i'm hoping that it isn't eaten by the caterpillars that seem to be still on the go i mean it's the fourth of october caterpillars just bog off will you bog off to wherever it is you do in winter i don't want to know don't want to see you just get off my cabbages um we down at the um one of the trees halfway down my drive found a wasp bike hanging from the trees just one day we went oh how long has that been there for and we didn't see any wasps coming and going from it but had noticed that there had been the odd wasp in the house and i kind of went don't like them in the house at all so make sure that they get out um flies not I just kind of chase them out. They don't annoy me as much. I always make sure that I get the bees out because I'm on the bees. Wasps have their place, which is not in my house because they can be angry. And they're fascinating to look at, though. I think they're absolutely amazing creatures. But I don't want them in my house or anywhere near me. <laughs> so when I saw this, I was like, oh, no, what do we do with that? But we think it was abandoned and then it rained and it has disintegrated enough that you can see the sort of, it's not honeycomb, but it looks like a honeycomb that they live inside. 
So um, the wonderful twins at Aelin suggested that we leave it as it is because next year other wasps will come around and go, oh, hold on, that's Jimmy's house. We don't go to near Jimmy's house. We'll go find somewhere else to make our house. So Jimmy the wasp, may he not live in rest in peace because he's a wasp. Um, I'm, I'm not a big lover of wasps or caterpillars. They have their place, just not near me. <laughs> it's a terrible thing to say. Oh, and I don't know if I saw you or told you this last episode or not, but there was a weasel in my wood pile and I've not seen it. Oh, I did. I saw it cross the road the other day. So the weasel lives. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> right. Um, I have been reading or I've been listening to uh, quite a few podcasts and two books. Um, a Thousand and One Arabian Nights. Um, I had listened to sort of the first fifth of it quite a few times in various ways because it's because it's such an old book um you can get these free over the podcasts etc but i had never listened to it as a standalone altogether one so i got it on audible and it started off with the true story but and then it kind of just looped in and well yeah let's just say that it wasn't a very good time to be a female in any of these <laughs> stories particularly however it started by a very clever female who keeps telling these stories so that um, and she leaves these with intrigue and suspense every night so that she doesn't get killed by her husband who's a bit nasty at the start and then he eventually sort of realizes no she's really good i love her and doesn't kill her in the end <laughs> yeah so um i've got I'm not even going to say it's of its time because it was never right to be like that against women. So, um, but the actual structure of it is quite interesting of she'll tell a story and then she'll introduce three people in the story and each of them tell their story and one of them would tell another story. And it's kind of, if you've ever seen Inception, it's a story within a story within a story. And at the end, are you sure it was a story in the first place or is it just a dream? But not in a thousand one Arabian Nights. So there are some quite well-known stories such as Sinbad the Sailor, which I had watched the film, um, but never actually uh, listened to. And, you know, the originals are often slightly different to films or adaptations. So... Um, I would not recommend going sailing with Sinbad because he's not very lucky in his boats that stay afloat. Mm, no, not at all. And also in it was Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin's wife was Chinese. So <laughs> that was quite interesting. And there was no widow twanky. Only maybe British listeners will get that one. So I actually, I, I really quite enjoyed it. And whilst you're scrubbing the top of a cat, a caravan, I really recommend it. So then when you're cleaning the top of your fridge and your uh, light shades in your kitchen, I would recommend that you listen to Kim Ji Young, born 1982, and this is by Cho Nam Jo, and it's a Korean book, and it's been translated through, and it's about a female who was born in 1982, and it's just about how her life has been and some of it is she, she struggles with um, 
why it sort of highlights a lot of the patriarchy and um, issues that women would face in Korea uh, some of them not so good and it could be kind of not nice in the fact that they were still having um, they've not got the same kind of female rights that I have um, in this country when it comes to say maternity leave or um, sexism in the workplace I might have changed or some of it has changed but not too until very recently which I was really quite surprised at and disappointed for them too because I hate to think when so I have these rights like such as um, I have the right to go and get ask for an abortion in this country but other people around the world don't and what's um, I may not do it but I certainly believe in having the right to do it. So, um, it, it was an eye-opener. It was quite a quick book, actually. I listened to it in one afternoon. It wasn't all that long. It was food for thought, and also gave you an eye-opener and made you learn things. How much of it exactly is true, I don't know, because she was a fiction, but I think she was based on fact. And she was supposed to be every woman. She wasn't actually a person... She just seemed to have all the things that the females um, stereotypically face. So um, it was. It was. I quite enjoyed it. In a way, <laughs> it made me kind of. It made me think. I think of more anything else. Um, Bickle was whiffing outside. I don't know what Richard's doing. So Bickle fans, he's still on the go. He got a bone yesterday. He's absolutely delighted with himself. Right, in sewing news, I have been uh, working on a dress that's got seagulls on it. I know. Um, I don't know what you know, but I know, I know. The bodice has got seagulls and the bottom has got an orange. It's quite a big skirt and there's a sash around the waist. It has a zip, just a normal zip, not a hidden zip. And it has sleeves to the elbow. And I'm going to put pockets in the skirt. So the, the pattern itself does not have pockets. But um, I've got two other patterns that are quite similar. And also my Reader's Digest book has pockets in the side of the skirt. So we cut them out. And I'm quite excited about getting pockets. Um... We've done, I say we, because it was me and mum. We've got to the point of putting the skirt together, but I have to do some rejiggering of the shoulders because mum looked at me and she went, nah. no, and that, that's a noise in mum language. It's not fitting right. What do you mean it's not fitting? Why didn't you fit it before? Why? What? How, mum? So she fiddled with things and... Um, I have to re-sew the shoulders and then she says mm. I'm thinking about it because she made that noise too mm. <laughs> you could just put a dart in and not have to bother doing all that work in the shoulder I says no 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 I want it done right and she if you're sure so I'll maybe get on to that before I go and clean my fridge this afternoon because it's more fun isn't it and because she's going to come up on Wednesday afternoon and we'll do a bit more <laughs> and because it's cold Anyway, because this is a dress and it's a thread count 
TC 2007 is its actual um, reference, but it's called Summer Dresses, because <laughs> this is the way I rock and roll. Um, Daisy had her 13th birthday. <laughs> you long-time listeners are like, what? She's just one. Even Sandy thinks that she's just eight, but no, she is now my second teenager in the house, and she didn't go full Kevin and Perry, but she wasn't far off it. She's still just as delightful sometimes, and she still cuddles. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so my um, pal Mari bought her some a set of aqua markers, and because she liked them so much, and she's really, really good at drawing, we went back to B&M and bought another two sets. So she's got almost all the colours, and um, they are brush and um, fine tips. And you can add water to them and they become water watercolour pens. So I'm thoroughly encouraging this artistic side of Daisy. Um, in knitting news, I have been knitting. Um, and I have been knitting away on my flax jumper by Tin Can Knits. And I'm using my Iona RN Weight. And this is in a teal colour. And... I think last time I spoke to you I was doing it in the round for 14 inches and I'm still doing it in the round I've got another inch to go so I've then to do the um I was gonna say hem but that's right rib at the bottom and then cast on for the sleeves where the detail is of the garter stitch across the sleeves so it is lovely just watching watching what um watching telly knitting and we were watching squid game if you've not seen it there are no actual squids in this <laughs> it's korean it's quite brutal um so if you're not into the violence don't recommend it for you watch the advert and it's very tense it's called mind games in it it's um I don't know, I think it doesn't really get properly get going until episode 3 or 4. And then by episode, I think 9, I think there's 9, you, you just can't stop watching it. So I would recommend it as number 1 in all Netflix's um, places, countries. And we had to watch it with dubbing. <clears throat> Which I love watching foreign or no English speaking language with subtitles I like hearing the actors voices and the inflections that they use but um, nobody in my house wanted to so uh, I was uh, overruled by that so we watched it with the dubbing and I still don't like dubbing but the actual program is very very good so I did quite a bit of knitting on my flax jumper um, and this yarn really is going to make such a lovely fabric once it's knitted up. Um, I'm a little bit, not concerned, but I'm a little bit, hmm, have I got enough yarn? Because <laughs> it seems to all of a sudden gone down on my cone, but I'm hoping that I do. And if I don't, by the time I've got halfway down one sleeve, there will be three quarter length sleeves instead of all the sleeves. Or I could maybe do different colours, I don't know listeners, let's just hope that there's enough mm -hmm. you're going to have to do your 
hopeful dance and jig on the bus. I did finish something. <laughs> I made a fluffy pom-pom scarf. Um, I got given, I told you this last episode, somebody's stash of yarn from her mum's house sale. And it had pom-pom yarn and uh, I had to look up YouTube how to do it because I'd forgotten. And I made a very thin, little, little thin scarf for a little girl. And it's lovely more. And it got washed, it got given to mum for the Blytheswood box. Um, I am crocheting dishcloths with cotton. And um, yeah, that's what I've been working on. Um, so, that's the Mimi Mimi section. Right, listeners, on to the main event of this episode, my Murat magazine. And I say my, it's my copy, my review of the Murat magazine. Um, this is issue one, autumn, winter 2021. And uh, mine came in the post and it was, I was so excited. And I didn't expect it for another couple of days, but it appeared. And you can buy this now. You can get it online for £22. I'm not 100% sure how much it costs for a printed copy but if you buy the printed copy you get a code to download it and um, also which I was quite impressed with your download copy is easy to read large print or read aloud or your normal print which I thought was even cooler than a penguin sitting on an ice floe so this is by publisher Alison Shu. Well done, Alison. It's just hear it. That noise is me painting it because this is my this is my copy. Um, I think I paid mm, about twenty five pound for my copy because it came with some uh, little bits and pieces, and it was a Kickstarter so that you could buy different labels, um, and you got various different bits and pieces with what you paid for well this is the bit that i could afford at the time so mine came and um the first thing i did was flick to the back for the name of the references you know where it says i'd like to thank because and i was like i was it was true she'd like to thank her mom it's true her mom and her lovely husband and then her sisters and her dad as well but there's vivian's name because because i know vivian hi vivian so the second thing I did was flick through the patterns and then I flicked through the yarns. There's 140 pages of this and it's printed in the UK um, and it says with sustainable, non-shiny um, paper, which I thought was even cooler. Only thing is, with the beach printed, and this is the only thing I could really think. I would maybe have liked, well, I would like just a little bitty thicker front and back page. Just because I want it to become as precious as it feels, because it is extremely precious. And I want it to maybe last. No, they won't last. I just have to be more careful because I'm a bit clumsy with things. And that is maybe the only thing that I could possibly think of because I have to give an unbiased opinion. 
And you know, if that's the only thing that's coming out, I think it's quite good. Um, and then I started reading through it. And there's an article on fitting. And there's a nice fun quiz that you can do about which kind of whip person are you. I haven't figured out which kind of whip person I am because I think I'm just Captain Chaos. Um, there's 12 patterns. There's one sheep pattern, one mitts and cowl. So basically um, you're getting two for the price of one there called spree there's three jumpers and there's one socks did you know you could crochet socks if you didn't you do now two shawls one skirt one hat and one tank top uh, the tank top and the socks are modeled by Alison's husband who models them very well and um the jumper high wire I have got my eye on and the Sylvie as well, quite like it. Um, the cover one, I don't think I'd suit that, um, but I think I think Naomi would suit that. So um, it's quite smart and I could see Naomi in it, but not me. Um, the shawls, I've seen somebody on Instagram already casting hers on. She's probably finished it by now. But the thing I liked at the front, they've got the patterns and pictures at the front and there's say about 20 pages of all these 12 patterns, well really 13, oh well, I never told you about, there's also an embroidered handkerchief pattern and instructions how to do that, of course because I like embroidery, it's really nice. So um, I like the way that she's got it at the front, she's got the patterns, these are patterns you could do and then further through they've got the pattern instructions, they've got uh, abbreviations how to do stuff um, and on the front patterns they've got, well this is the designer and this is the yarn that is used and then later you're thinking, hmm, you know when you try and think, well that's not my colours, I'm trying to think about that and that colour, and I was ooh, with quite a few of these. With a magazine, you're never going to think all of them are going to be for you. It's very rare that there is a collection of 12 patterns and you'll think, I've got to make all of them. Because one of them, you know, they're shaped for different sizes of people. Um, and also they're presented with different models, sizes or shapes to you or me. So maybe that's what I'm thinking. But I love the high wire jumper. I absolutely love it. And I love the mitts and the cowl. I really like the skirt. That's designed by Faye Dasher Hughes. And Faye is amazing. She's a very much advocate for everything crochet. So I was quite pleased to see her name and design in there too. I like the hats. And um, what else was there? Well, I just think that socks, the socks were designed, um, modelled by her husband. So, I don't know. I didn't look actually properly at the size of feet for them. So, But I I did know that you could crochet socks for feet. Crochet socks for feet. Why would you crochet socks for anything else? Hmm. Anyway, um, not many people think that you can actually crochet socks. But you can. And it's proven. A really cool thing that they've got on the patterns is their QR codes for 
um, most of them, I think all of them, and you put your phone or your iPad or Kindle, whatever, camera to it, and it opens up the Murit magazine website and it goes through the pattern and it gives you better, no, not better, uh, different pictures of when you're making them. There's even more photographs of um, the close-ups of the details or a back picture, a front picture. Because I think that you could do it from what you've got in the magazine itself. But this is an added bonus. This is like going on beyond the the call, I think. So I I know my crochet is not as this good. I know my crochet skills need to be improved. But this is actually why I bought the magazine because I want to. I want to go beyond just being able to do a granny square or dishcloths. Um, I want to be able to use my yarn stash and make really trendy and nice and proper garments so I think I well that's one of the reasons that I bought it was so that I could up my game and I know that there was quite a few other people who were the same on Instagram when we were going through it some of it I know but it, um, I myself my skills sort of aren't that good at garments okay shawls but definitely garments I think it's because you have to count I'm too lazy to count sometimes. Hmm. We'll just have to go full Sesame Street with it. One, ha, ha, ha. Two, ha, ha. Count Sesame Street. Yeah, tumbleweed. Anyway, so, and it's well thought through. It's professional. It ups our crochet games. It puts Murat on the map. And I wish Alison all the very, very best with this. Long may it continue. And, uh, May your empire be full of nice people. But very proud of what she's achieved. Um, and I'm proud of you too, Vivian. <laughs> your beard's done so well. It's what happens when your mum, your, your, your friends with someone's mum. And then you're like, oh, your beard has done so good. So, um, yeah, that's like part night, didn't it? I'm not at all. I think that um, Alison's done such a professional job of it. She she must have been an amazing person to have as your employment. So, lucky them. But lucky us. Absolutely lucky us. If you've not got your copy, you can go to muritmag.com and buy it now. So, listeners... I don't think I can do putting off my fridge any longer. Everything's doing, doesn't it? Um, don't say you can smell it from there. It's not that bad. <laughs> but listeners, it's been lovely talking to you. I really hope that you're all very well. I um, hope that you're all very busy. Uh, for those of you... No, not work boring. Ooh, no. Um, I hope that you topped yourself up with nitty people's fun and... Um, just it just looks so much fun everybody's I think Hannah's little face with all our Livingston people and 
Ella was making shortbread for everybody. She's now the Christmas cakes. Um, and it's just a good fun. And so, yeah. May you be blessed with Knitter Pals. Right, listeners, until I speak again, I wish you all the best. And hold your knitting close, paste you back, and keep on crafting. Oh, lovely Paula. Right, which one do I finish with? Well, I think we'll go for this happy thing. I can't remember what it sounds like. Thank you.